Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Simply Authentic. My name is Jen Stickney, and this podcast is for individuals and entrepreneurs and everybody in between looking for ideas and methods on how to create a life full of prosperity. It's all about being simply authentic. That's why I named it that. Uh, For me, that's a big part of my life, trying to be authentic in everything that I do. And tonight, I wanted to talk to you about just the busyness of our, our day-to-day lives and whether or not we take time for ourselves to relax and unwind and de-stress. I know for me, this is one of those kind of pain points in my life. I don't always take time to unwind or de-stress. In fact, I, also, <laughs> I find myself holding a grudge, actually, because my husband is so much better at this than I am. He has, you know, he works very hard at what he does. He's a consultant in the technology area, and it's very stressful. He's in charge of production servers and making sure that everything is up and running at all times. And if there's, you know, so it's multiple companies, and if something goes wrong, they basically call him or one of his team or, you know, things get escalated and he has to answer and take care of these things at all hours of the day or night. It's a very stressful job, and he does a lot of traveling to do this. Um, he's got, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> he has teams underneath him um, in multiple offices. So it's a stressful job, and we both have very stressful jobs. But at the end of the day, um, even though there are times where at midnight he still has to be up because they're doing a, a production of code to the, or a promotion of code to the live servers, he's got to be up to kick that project off and be there through you know, completion to make sure that everything goes smoothly. But even so, he's so much better at sitting down and unwinding. And he his way of unwinding is, you know, playing some sort of video game or watching a movie or surfing the internet. I mean, he just finds ways to unwind. And I find my myself, you know, battling these feelings of resentment because here I am still plugging away, still working hard because that's just part of who I am. It's my choice. I I do that to myself. So I really don't have any reason to feel resentment because it's not like he's not doing something um, to spite me and make me work harder or, or something like that. This is all self-inflicted. This is my ego reacting to the fact that he is, he is better at relaxing than I am. But that's kind of my point is that I see other people around me who can relax and de-stress and kind of just veg and I'm not very good at it. And I don't know if this, I doubt I'm the only person out there that's like this, but it does kind of run in my family uh, at least for the female portions of our family. I don't know so much about how the male side of our family operates in this scenario, just because I'm not um, as familiar with her day-to-day. But my sister and my mother and I all have been the type to continue pushing, and we, my mother likes to call it that we burn our candle at both ends of the stick. And so... I mean, I, I guess even when I have downtime, I like don't know what to do with myself. I find myself going, uh, what now? <laughs> I don't even know what to do. And I know that it's important to take time for ourselves. And I do like to spend time meditating. 
And I do like to spend time reading and I do like to spend time. I'm actually kind of a nerd when it comes to books and reading business books and things like that. So I do manage to find time for these things, but it's often like while I'm waiting for the bus to arrive when I've got my kids, you know, we're sitting at the bus stop waiting for the school bus to arrive and I just take those two minutes to open up my book and read or I take the two minutes to just sit there and, and, and be in the moment. Sometimes with my kids and sometimes just by myself while I'm waiting there. Um, but I'm not very good at it and I'm not very good at making it a regular practice. And I also teach people how to meditate so it's interesting to me that I can teach people how to meditate but at some point finding the time to do that as a, on a regular, um, a regular routine and consistently, I, I do meditate a number of times throughout the week, but it's short bursts here and there. And I mean, that's okay, but it's not like part of my regular routine. And I think a lot of us do this and I'm not quite sure why. Maybe it's part of our culture to just keep going and going and going. Or maybe it's part of our belief system that we have to keep going and we have to work really hard to get to where we want to be. And part of me really enjoys the work that I do, so it's sometimes hard to let that go. But I also have goals in mind. And when you have goals, it takes action to actually make these goals come true. We can't just make goals and then wait for them to happen. It doesn't work that way. So if you make a goal, you still have to take action to make it happen. It's just that when we make a goal and we're regularly looking at those goals or reviewing those goals or setting our mind to accomplish those goals, our ego and our mindset actually tends to fall into place and, fo- and, and you know follow suit. It will start taking on opportunities or seeing opportunities, it will start doing things to get you toward that goal. When you set your mind to something, as long as you continue down that path and that's still something that you want, your body actually, or your mind, tends to follow suit. So for me, taking time to my, for myself and setting goals, um, it kind of... <laughs> One ends up superseding the other. So I have my goals and I want to meet, reach those goals. I'm very goal-driven, list-driven. I love to make lists. So for me to take downtime, I'd, I'd actually would prefer to be working on my list. I don't know. I, I must have some sort of belief in me that it's um, <clears throat> the, I guess, I can play when I'm done working. I think that's part of the belief system I have within me. And I like to look at these patterns in my life and and question them. I like to look at them and say, why is it that I do that? Why do I have a, such a hard time of relaxing and spending time for myself compared to like my husband who who is much better at it than I am? He has a better method, a better routine for just de-stressing and vegging and allowing his brain some downtime. And I envy him and other people for that because I'm just not very good at it. But I also find that I have a hard time, like I said, it's like when I am given the choice of relaxing and vegging, I will oftentimes still choose to work instead of just relaxing. So I don't know, it must be part of a belief system and I'm still working through that but I, I, I still 
am aware of the benefits of taking time for ourselves. And that's kind of what I wanted to share with all of you as well, that even though I struggle with this, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I do know the importance of taking downtime. I do know the importance of meditating regularly. I, you know, and I, I, I know that I benefit from the times when I do it. I just, it used to be a daily practice for me. It's not anymore. Uh, I'm, you know, I have goals for trying to get that back in place so that it's a daily practice, but I do know that taking that time to de-stress and, you know, do something for ourselves is extremely important when it comes to your stress level, when it comes to your level of happiness. I do know that that's necessary and relationships are less stressed when we take time for ourselves. It seems strange to be to, to have less stress in a relationship when we take time for ourselves. So you're not necessarily spending time with your spouse or your loved one. You're spending time for yourself, which allows you to spend more time being present and in the moment for your spouse or significant other. So for me, I'm going to challenge myself with trying to find a way to be more consistent with giving myself time every day. And I'm going to find some time within my daily routine. If I can find time for gratitude on a daily basis or for goal setting on a daily basis, or forgiveness on a daily basis, I think I should be able to find time a few minutes a day even just to sit in the quiet and give my mind a break to, you know, be able to spend a few minutes just in my own space absorbing my own energy, feeling my own energy, and just allowing that for that time and that relaxation for myself. So maybe I won't necessarily give myself enough time to always watch a movie. Um, I like to play games, card games, board games, something like that. If I could find time for that on a more regular basis, that is, that is my challenge for myself, and I challenge the rest of you to do the same. It is so important for us as far as our health goes to make sure that we have time for ourselves and time for de-stressing. So if you, can, if you want to challenge yourself as well, that would be great. Uh, but anyway, at least I'm sharing with you that, that is going to be a challenge for me because it is so important for our health. So I hope this was helpful to some of you um, to maybe help open your eyes to also another belief that maybe you have about what it, what's required before you will allow yourself to take downtime, allow yourself to do something for yourself. What do you feel? Ask yourself why you don't if you're like me and you don't really give yourself that downtime, ask yourself why. What are you afraid of? What's stopping you from doing that? For me, I would say I feel guilty. I feel like everybody else's needs come before mine. My kids are, you know, they constantly need my time. They constantly need something from me. I just finished putting them to bed and they're probably bouncing on their beds and running all over the place upstairs while I'm downstairs recording this podcast. So I'll be checking on them shortly, but there's just always something more to do. And if I ask myself why I don't give myself downtime, the big reasons are, you know, I feel guilty for doing it. And that's something I've got to work on. But what are your reasons? Think about it. Do they make sense? Are they legitimate reasons like me feeling guilty? That's not really a legitimate reason. Who else is, is making, you know, is anybody else giving me a guilt trip? No, my husband doesn't give me a guilt trip if I want to take time to do something for myself. If I want to go to the store, there's nobody else giving me a guilt trip. It's just me. So ask yourself, why do you feel this way? Why do you feel that you can't take time for yourself? I love questioning the things that we do and 
trying to think outside the box and trying to, rather than just following the status quo, trying to take a step back and go, why is that? And you can keep asking yourself, why? Why do I feel guilty? Or, you know, and you've got an answer for that, then why do you feel the next thing? Why do you just keep asking yourself why until you get down to that base reason as to why we do things or why we believe things have to be the way that they are. I hope you enjoyed this session of Simply Authentic and it gave you something, something else to think about. So I will catch you again next time and thanks again for listening. Thank you.